Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Second Estate. As always, we are your hosts. I'm Sarah Bayer. I'm Hannah Seymour, and in today's episode, we're discussing M. Rada and Eric Andre's alleged relationship, Rebel Wilson revealing that she was contractually obligated not to lose weight while starring in the Pitch Perfect franchise, and part one, season four of Netflix's You. Yeah. I just realised how much, like, um, Alfie, how much lint is on my top. Oh, well. Can't really see it. I really like the t-shirt. As yeah, it's Everybody cool. who listens knows we're both um, Caroline Politic Oh, it's fans. just smoke floating over the volcano. Yeah, it's the – and it's – she's live. Like, I think it's – anyway, it's, I think, a tour t-shirt. I bought it yeah. a few months ago. Um, or maybe not that long ago. But um, it was just – I just wore it because Caroline Politic's album, as we know, came out this mm-hmm. week. Um, I got it for you for Valentine's Day. <laughs> Oh, oh my god, I would have died. Not the t-shirt, the album. Oh. Imagine. Yeah, you did. Yeah, no, if you got me a t-shirt, I'd have been like, this is cute. <laughs> no, I didn't actually get you anything for that. No, I know, I thought Day. you did. And I, thought I it was got, really no, sweet. it was the, um, sorry, I, um, uh, that's Hannah and I just announcing to everybody we're together. Um, <laughs> usually we're not. We might as well be. We may as well um, be. Um, no, and the album came out and I was like, oh, we're not going to review it, so. Yeah, I'll wear a little t-shirt. homage. Yeah, because it's a nice color. It looks good cool. on you. I like it's the, a cool T-shirt. Yeah, it is a cool T-shirt. Um, but yeah, because we knew you guys didn't give a fuck about the Caroline Polachek album. Only we did. Uh, yeah. We re- respect you that much that we didn't. That just we didn't be just selfish. do it anyway because um, um, yeah. you care about Rebel Wilson so much. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. And on the weekend, we did our final. Um, final. I don't know why I just said final. Yeah. We did one of our ch- yeah. many, many challenges and we went to Cherry Bar in the city Fuck. and pretended to be janitors. People liked it. Yeah, it was very funny. Yeah. I'm not sure if I'm going to make a reel of that one. Well, I mean, we kind of posted it already on story, so yeah. what's the point? Like, I don't everybody think they saw all it. need to be reels. No, 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 it's fine. Like, And there's a highlight there. So if you missed the yeah. stories of us, uh, the challenge was that we had to go into a club or like a bar and ended up being – um and and – Dresses, janitors, like cleaners, and clean, and clean. during active service yes. of the venue. Like, uh, and we it's, did it. Yeah, I've put it on our story highlights. It's called being janitors or just janitors. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember what I called it, but um, yeah. it was good. And also, yep, the one of uh, me pretending to be a dog that is also up on our Instagram. So if you would like to see that, um, you can look at that <laughs> on Instagram. I, did you eventually get the video that I sent you? Uh, I saw the Dropbox link, oh, but okay, I haven't had a cool. chance to watch right. it. I will. There's another good one That coming. will come out this week, I'm assuming. And then yeah. on Saturday, we are doing a fucking flash duet in Flinders Street Station. Are we doing it at Flinders Street? Is that where we're doing it? I think that's what we said we do. Fuck. I don't even have a Mikey. How am I going to get in? Just jump. I jump the thing, get chased down by like public, what are they called? PTOs or something. Yeah, public transport offices. offices. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and um, then quickly flash duet while running away yeah. from them. And yeah. then after that, we have to go, we have to go to my dad's gig in Bendigo. I yeah. actually can't remember where it is. Bendigo, I'm pretty sure. Bendigo um, and pretend to be his security guards backstage. Um, what I find kind of iconic about that is that there's going to be like – it's, a, it's not just his show. It's the Red Hot Summer Tour. So there are other big artists yeah. who we are going to be well, mingling <laughs> with while we're dressed as... Do you have a suit to wear? Because I'm going to have to wear my stepdad's, stepdad's suit. And for context, he's like six foot five. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you borrow like Angus's or something? Yeah, maybe. He's a little bit more of a shorty. Or like, well, yeah, yeah. Because Eddie, I was going to say Eddie, but that wouldn't work. 
I might be borrowing mine of my dad's suits. I guess. My He's dad's like, suit. I need it. <laughs> yeah, and like, like, I'm wearing a suit. Um, um, I'm going to buy some moustaches from oh, like yeah, a good novelty idea. shop. We should wear black sunglasses, like aviators. Black sunglasses. I might just wear my sunglasses. I think that actually might work. Yeah. As, um, should we bring the fedoras back? Round two on the fedoras. Yeah, or the uh, Kubras. Where oh, my yeah, dad's yeah. Kubras. Yeah, yeah, we could do that. That's quite funny with yeah. suits, glasses, moustaches. Yeah. I'll see if I can get some like walkie-talkies uh, or fake say, ones. Are there any like, is there any like Mark Seymour t- like – tour merch like we could wear like a suit jacket but with like mark seymour tour t-shirts underneath so they might actually like look like oh they are part of the the roadie crew. i'll ask dad right now bear with me <laughs> so that would be quite funny um i agree although i think that like us wearing suits with ties makes it look more um, ties security-esque hang on where is that's true um do you have any mark seymour t-shirts that we can wear just and also these are our last challenges these two that we have to do this weekend this is it for us like finally this bullshit is over sorry not bullshit because it is it it, you are expecting it in return for you guys funding our trip to new york which is happening in like two weeks yeah just over two weeks like just over two weeks which is really crazy yeah um and so in three weeks time about that we will have seen leah michelle yeah I can't. It's crazy. Um, it's crazy. Someone messaged the podcast today, actually on Instagram, saying that Leah's gone on holidays for this yeah, week. I and saw we that. know. Don't worry. We know. It's yeah, because I We're saw that and I was like, <gasps> and yeah. then I realized it's like, but I think it's that was good. already in the calendar. It was. They yeah. tell you like well mm-hmm. in advance, Ms. Michelle's dates is actually mm-hmm. how they write it on the website. Queen. They refer to her um, Ms. Michelle. as Ms. Michelle or Miss. I don't know. Do you want to start? Yeah, what are you gonna have for dinner? Do you want to wear oh, that? Oh, I think I'm gonna make pasta. Yeah, what kind? Um, probably something with like tomatoes. I also have some capers that I used oh, yeah, in a nice. recipe. Have we had a conversation about capers before? On I don't this think podcast? so. Do you like them? Yeah, I love, I love capers. I really like capers yeah. too, and I feel like they're an underutilized yeah. uh, resource. I agree. Um, but I have capers in a jar in the fridge, so I think I could probably put them to use. Yeah, nice. Capers, maybe some tomatoes, cherry yeah. tomatoes. Lovely. Love some feta. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, and maybe um, I'll probably get a bit of rocket just to oh yeah for some greenery. For some greenery that some, could be nice. That's almost like a cook the pasta and mix the stuff in afterwards. That's what I'm situation. thinking. It's, yeah, yeah, not a sauce. No, no, no. That's a sort of fresh situation. Like a pasta salad. Yeah. Maybe instead of the feta, I'll do bocconcini. Little bocconcini yeah, balls. Cute. I love little bocconcini balls. I love little bocconcini balls too. They're good. Anyway, I think what are you having for dinner? Um, I might have um, I bought some orange roughies. Fish don't come at me because I think it might be like one that they say don't buy nowadays. Because uh, I think it's like one of those ones that's like not – there's like not enough of them in the ocean ATM. Oh. That's um, very but, you though. But the fish <laughs> – the fish shop doesn't always have it and it's quite a yeah. nice, delicate, because sweet, there are many of them. <laughs> sweet fish and I don't often have that orange That sounds like how people describe like, me. Yeah, so nice, delicate, delicate sweet, sweet fish. fish. Um, and yeah. and uh, yeah, I don't um don't have it often. Uh, it's actually usually quite good steamed, but I can't be bothered. To, oh, maybe I will. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> let's start, start the episode. <laughs> Last week, Eric Andre and Emrata appeared to hard launch their relationship on Instagram on Valentine's Day, with Andre posting two nude photos of them. This rumoured relationship has had people talking because of the apparent physical disparities between the two. Emrata is arguably one of the most beautiful women 
in the world and Eric Andre is not considered as conventionally attractive. I do want to say though, Eric Andre is a good looking man. Yeah, it's just, I don't think he's unattractive. It's, I think yeah. that it's a bit silly because it's like people being like, what? I'm I know. like thinking like he's a ghoul or something. I know, I know. Eric Andre is good looking. I just want to say that. It's just Emrata is like this. He's Emrata. He's yeah. Emrata and he's slightly more sort of unconventional, goofy mm. kind of, yeah. Whatever. Just Probably not average. on her level yeah. in terms of. Attractiveness. Yes. Yeah. He's not a supermodel, basically. Yes. Anyway, since then, Emrata has posted but a TikTok. But he still eats McDonald's, baby. That's just him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Emrata posted a TikTok that suggests the, the quote, situationship might be over, but we're not actually going to be really discussing that. specifically that. Yeah. Um, we just want to discuss the discourse that surrounded this relationship. Um, particularly on Twitter, there's been a lot of people talking about it either reacting to the fact that, like, um, how could he pull someone like her? And then also people discussing the idea that, like, women just want funny men or men with personalities and stuff and why we keep getting shocked when men who are, like, somebody like Pete Davidson, who, you know, he pulls all these incredibly hot women Mm. and people are like, how? How? Maybe because of his personality. So we're going to be discussing that today because it's a cause we both really care about. (laughs) Clearly, we're super passionate about this. Um, no, I, well, my first note was literally like, wow, M. Rada is fucking genetically gifted as yeah. a human being, isn't she? She's like supremely beautiful. Every yeah. time you, I see like moving vision of her rather than a photo, because I just don't believe any photos anymore mm. of anybody. Like I feel like anyone can post a photo and you can be like, they're the most beautiful person in the world. And then you see like a video of them and you're like, actually, that's not true. Um, but she is. Oh, she's gorgeous. There's like a yeah. good – have you seen that? Have I brought this up before, that Z-Way um, interview she did with Emrata where she's like, how does it feel to um, for everybody to be getting surgery to look like you? Or how does it feel that everyone has your face now or something like that? And Emrata's just like, no comment. But it would be weird. It would be yeah. – like I feel like Kim courts that. Kim Kardashian wanted that era of when everybody took her face into surgeons to like mm-hmm. look like her because mm-hmm. she surgically altered her face to become what she was. So it was kind of – you know, I'm like full circle. I would moment. say n- no hate to this, but Emrata yeah. I think has had a bit of work. Oh, done. totally. Yeah, but yeah. I don't think nearly. I think it's nowhere near as much no, as Kim, no, no, yeah. and and definitely sort of based on maybe refining her facial yes, features I agree. as opposed to changing her facial yeah. features. So it would be really weird. Also, to see. no hate with that. It's just you know. Yeah, no. Of course, yeah. It's like Kendall Jenner looks more and more like Emrata yeah. every day. It's really weird. Uh, anyway, that was the first thing that just came to mind. Um. The other thing is I just have this suspicion that like it, all her dating activity at the moment is fake. Yeah, I have the same thing. It, it, I don't, there's something about the way that she's like being very active with the paparazzi yes. and very online recently. Yeah. Um, and it almost seems like we're like, I, it's not that I don't buy that she is going on dates with these guys. I think that it is, it's not for a gag, but it's almost like something like, it's like the new sincerity. Like it feels like metamodernism or something looking at it. It's like a joke that she's in on that we're all in on that we're not saying is a joke. And that's the joke. Some, I wasn't, I, mean? go, I wasn't going with it as convoluted as that. I genuinely thought – because, like, the thing is with PR relationships, yeah. as we've discussed, is yeah. that often often PR relationships can actually be real relationships, but yeah. they also exist for the benefit of Publicity, the people who are yeah. participating in them. And you're right that them being in New York and being papped constantly together, going to games together, doing yeah. all of those really public activities, her and Eric Andre, I mean mm-hmm. – 
suggest like a bunch of other random people she's been on dates with as well. Pete Davidson was one yeah. of them. Yeah, but I think this one in particular as well because it's been. I think they started seeing each other like in January. Mm. Um, but the fact that there was the Valentine's Day post, which obviously was kind of like a viral moment, mm. um, and then the situation to t- situationship TikTok three yeah. days later makes me think that this is kind of a PR stunt. Yeah. Um, just like Pete Davidson obviously was. And I would say it's because like she has a podcast, like she has her own kind of business mm. ventures that she has reason to be mm. wanting to be seen yeah. and thought about. And that post, they might well have had sex, but I also am like, they also could have staged that. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I don't, I thrown think the jeans made, I on think the ground. they probably have. I think they probably were seeing each other, but there was some mutual like yeah. tongue-in-cheek of it mm-hmm. or something that's the way that i'm viewing it because i'm like yeah the pr relationships i get that in a traditional sense i feel like she considers herself cooler than that and so therefore it's like she's trying to do it in a way it's not i'm not i'm not, not, I'm not saying that it's not a pr relationship quote unquote but i think she would almost want to do it in a way that is kind of blatantly obvious and right. like funny kind yeah, okay. of like i don't know like yeah, a bit, a bit of a gag rather than just doing it as a full-blown, like, whatever, I don't know, Kirsten Dunst, uh, what's his name, Toby Maguire vibe. Like, I think she's trying to do it in this way of, like, I'm online now and I get it. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, don't know. I That's the that. only I way that. I can describe what I feel like their relationship is because all her recent activity online and in paparazzi and stuff, I'm just like – if you got something coming in the pipeline and you really need us on board, emiratas dot com or whatever, yeah. like it's yeah, it's especially with the situation ship TikTok. Oh, totally. That made me go, okay, hang on, it's like so fake. <laughs> because why would you post that? I know. Three days later, unless After the it big was hard like, launch. Yeah, because yeah. that was a hard launch. Like it's so yeah, it's funny, and I also feel like Eric Andre, like he's kind of like weirdly funny. Like he's not like kind of. He's not daggy or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It seems weird that he's on board for that. But anyway, maybe it's just like I'm literally fucking the hottest chick in the world. Yeah. So like why? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> but also I think that the thing like if we play along with the idea that they are actually dating and they also may both be doing it for PR and to date each other. That's like they, they can yeah. be well that's what i was saying before is like pr relationships are often real yeah it's it's, it's they, just it doesn't it have to be yeah. when we i think when we refer to pr relationships it doesn't have to necessarily have to be like ha- hard and fast two publicists mm. were like your one should date my one <laughs> yeah like i think often they're real they're, they are real relationships that actually yeah. happen but it's also there's also a line of like they're courting Publicity, publicity for a reason. Well, would in that context, would you say Kim and Kanye were the greatest PR relationship of all time? Then? Probably, but then they actually got married and had kids. Whereas I think no, they, they loved each other. Yeah, yeah. But Pete Davidson and Kim, for example, I think were genuinely in a relationship. But I think that they intentionally courted, pu- courted the way that they started that yeah. relationship. It was all very intentional. Yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Even though I think it was legitimately real, like yeah. they genuinely were seeing each other. But no, there was no, that's there true. was. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think that this could genuinely be real, but um, there there is the line of like, um, oh my God, my brain that it's that it may be for PR. The other thing I did want to say though, just mm. back on the thing around like, oh yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, no, it's fine. About you know, people, everyone being shocked that he's managed to pull her, mm. but it is genuinely true that you could be the best looking person in the world, mm. but if you have a shit personality. 
like it doesn't, it doesn't matter it literally doesn't matter yeah. how good looking you are like yeah having a great personality uh, this is so lame but i've been thinking about it a lot lately so like you don't remember what's the line that's like you remember you'll never remember how someone looked but you'll remember how they treated you mm, i don't it's remember a, how people look what i would remember how people look yeah okay yeah <laughs> but you're not gonna you're not gonna like when no, you think about yeah. someone that you knew in your life like when yes. i think about you yeah. and all the things i love about you Aww. not a single one of them is like i love her nose <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 and even about yeah. like that's true if even you're in love men, with someone yeah, or dating yeah, someone yeah. you're very rarely gonna go you might go oh i love his eyes yeah but it's very rarely is it going to be. Or the be. physical things are way more sort of like nuanced to you. Yeah. Like it's like, like oh, I don't the know, yeah. wrinkle when he yeah, yeah. smiles. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's but never it going to be like, like yeah, his yeah. abs. Yeah. You no, know, if no, you genuinely no, yeah. like someone. Of Maybe course, if you yeah. just want to fuck someone, yeah, that's it's different. different. But if, yeah. if you are genuinely talking about liking someone yeah. and wanting to have a relationship with someone, it's going to be the way, the way that they make you feel. If they yeah. make you laugh, if of they're course. like fun to be around and yeah. they make you feel good. Like it's yeah. genuinely – so I feel like it shouldn't – also, Eric Andre is not like, – I have a tweet here, but it's like mm. what's really crazy is watching everyone act like Eric Andre is the ugliest dude on earth yeah. for some <laughs> reason. Like he's not a good-looking guy. It's, you know – No, like, I agree. But I do just think it's worth noting that like if somebody like Emirata, who's clearly very clever, mm. she might be incredibly good-looking, but she's mm. also clever. Like she clearly has a personality. Yeah, totally. She thinks about things quite deeply. Of course, she's going to want to hang out with someone who also shares does, that impulse. Shares that. Yeah, no, I agree. I um, I think, yeah, I think it's so ob- obvious. Like, it's mm. almost like it kind of annoys me the the stories around it because I'm like, obvious. It's so obvious why a woman like Emrata would yeah. want to date someone yeah. like Pete Davidson or or like um, a funny, Eric cool Andre. comedian. Why yeah. wouldn't they? Because it's also it's not like they're ugly. And like lame. No. If they were, if they were like Kevin James, like who you know the guy from like Paul Blart Mall Cop, like just like a random <laughs> ugly com- comedian, quote unquote. But like it's it's not. Like, do you know what Paul I mean? Kevin. No, but like, do you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. not. She's dated like Eric Andre's like cool and a bit yeah. subversive and like yes. whatever. Like he, it's he's not lame. Yeah. It's not lame ugly comedian. He's cool and he's yeah. got kind of like a, he's got sex appeal and he's totally fun and he, yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's and same with Pete. Davidson, same 100%. reason. She's not just picked, yeah, some guy from a comedy, some sort of like a little bit overweight, like older 50-year-old guy from a comedy club. Like yeah. she's picked like a cooler, yeah. you know, more controversial, whatever yeah, comedian. Yeah, yeah. Like it's – it's there's a hundred reasons why yeah, yeah, so yeah. she would want to go out with someone like that. And I think it's just so obvious that like you – obviously looks are an initial attraction thing and you can't get – if you're really not attracted to the way that someone mm. looks, that's – likely not something you could ever get over. Mm. Thank you, Alfie. I actually don't know what's going there's on. There's banging. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. you, they can de- they'll definitely be able to hear that. So sorry, yeah. guys. There's banging. I wonder what that is. I don't know. Um, I left a note in our neighbour's um, over the fences uh, letterbox yesterday because their trampoline is like right up against our fence and the kids literally just jump over and stare straight into our house like constantly. And I was just like, enough is enough. And I left a note in that maybe the it's them like coming neighbor. bashing yeah. down the fucking fence. Anyway, I can't really remember where I was, but um, I think that people or women mainly want to date. It's not just about dating someone who's like necessarily funny, which is obviously um, – Great, but it's about dating someone who's interesting and interested, and often like funny people, often mm-hmm. reasonably intelligent. Like, I mean, there's obviously like some there's like pub humor that isn't intelligent, but most famous comedians are pretty switched on mm-hmm. because you have to be, mm. and therefore they're often very interesting, but also very interested or inquisitive, and you know, ask questions and yeah, things yeah, like yeah. that. Whereas like people who don't have 
who aren't funny or who don't have any sort of trait that makes them inquisitive, i.e. maybe just like vapidly hot men, probably aren't that fun to be around. Yeah. So I think that's kind no, of the long it's, shot it's like of it. Funny people are yeah. literally the best people to be around, yeah. in my opinion. Like I when you also the whole thing around like I don't know if you saw that tweet. I've seen it so many times. I'm like, mm, it's telling. But the, it's like somebody being like, um, funny men are dangerous because one minute you're like laughing your head off the next mm. you have no clothes on. <laughs> yeah, 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 but yeah, yeah. It's kinda like that. Like if someone yeah. really makes you laugh. Oh yeah, it's the most attractive thing in the world. That's why we're together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, like everyone's going to get to the end of the episode and be like, are they? <laughs> it's a whole will they, won't they? Sis. It is a will they, won't they? Oh, we God. could be technically – oh, no, we can't be listed as de facto because we don't live together. No, we couldn't. Imagine if we just On oh, no technicality could we say we're Why? de facto. Because we've never lived together. Do that's you have de to facto. live together to be yeah. de facto? Oh. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's like the basis of de facto. I just thought, because like, don't you have to like when you're, oh, maybe a visa, we could pretend to be in a visa relationship because you have to prove like longevity and like. Oh, we could say that we've been in a, like. we're in a relationship. I guess so. (laughs) Like we could easily get a visa for one another. As long as we don't have to kiss. Well, obviously. (laughs) Wait, where would you get me a visa for? Tunisia. (laughs) Could you get me a visa for Tunisia? Would you like to be a citizen of the country (laughs) of Tunisia and live there? Could I get like. Temporary residency in Tunisia. But no, because they wouldn't accept a two-female relationship in, in oh. Tunisia. They wouldn't accept that, I don't think. Okay. I don't think. Maybe I'm speaking out of turn. I, I'm not going to comment. So you'll have to transition first and then, <laughs> then can get you permanent residency in Tunisia. Well, thank God because I've been waiting for permanent residency in Tunisia I know, my yeah. whole life. <laughs> um, Do you have anything else to say? I did want to say if – even though I said we weren't going to talk about the TikTok, but I literally have notes yeah. about the TikTok. Yeah, go off. If that's real mm. and they did have a situation that's ended, it does prove that it doesn't matter how rich and famous and beautiful you are, yeah. that it's, it's a hellscape out there for everyone. Oh, totally. You even know, if like, you're Emrata. Even if you're Emrata, it's yeah. like how she got cheated on by her ex-husband. Oh, and her husband thing. who also wasn't hot. Oh, I thought he was really hot. Oh, did you? Yeah. I didn't. I em- thought he was so hot. Was he like a basketball player or something? No, he was like a random like producer oh, no. and like- He was friends with like that guy who makes memes. I don't know. He's real random. He's not really a public I figure. do not think he's hot at all. I think we have different types. Well, I think yeah, he's we go- do. I think oh. he's really hot. You don't think he's hot? No. Comment below like if you think that Emrata's ex-husband, husband, I think husband, yeah. is hot. But no, my point is he cheated on her and that was a whole thing because it was mm. like, well, if Emrata can get cheated on. But it's like, well, exactly. It, like yeah. we need to remember that ultimately it actually doesn't matter what you look like. So let yourself go, ladies. But fucking oath. Mm-mm. Do whatever the fuck you yeah. want and just have a funny personality because at the end of the day, that's that'll that's the only thing that yeah. matters. Righto. Being funny and nice. Let's move on. Okay. Australian actor Rebel Wilson went on. You'll never guess it call her daddy this week and discussed her life and career. One particularly notable thing she spoke about was her contract with the Pitch Perfect film franchise preventing her from losing weight. Today we're going to be discussing that and not the call her daddy episode. (laughs) As you know, I am sick of talking about call her daddy. Hannah, uh, what did you think of Rebel's revelation? Well, I guess it's not that surprising that this would be I guess the fact that it's contractual contractual mm. is interesting but I think I think what's interesting about Rebel Wilson is the fact that her weight has been 
so intrinsically linked to her the career. roles yeah. that she's played and and the, the her as an actor and as a comedic actor as well. That the character was called Fat Amy. Yeah. So, I mean, it makes sense that they would want the the character to, to yeah. continue being fat because that was sort of part of her. Well, it was literally the character. It was yeah. the character, um, and. It's, I guess that's interesting as well because that doesn't really happen to straight size actors. Like if someone so is what size actors? Straight size is like what someone who's not fat. It's like if oh. you're thin, basically. Is that a new one? No, it's been around for a while. Oh, okay. Straight size just means you're not fat. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's just I don't know what to do. No, no, I just have never heard of it. I was, it's yeah. used in like clothing and stuff. I think straight size. Okay. Yeah, it just means you're. And that's a weird phrase. Anyway, if someone is thin, they weight is like never really part of them as a character. Unless they're extremely thin. Unless they have an yeah. disorder. But like yeah. for the most part, just like all yeah. the other characters on Pitch Perfect, it's like their weight isn't like part of the character. The character, they yeah. just... But, but there are other like overweight characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it's just like if someone often when there's bigger characters, it, not just in Pitch Perfect, mm. but often like the fact that they are in a bigger body become has to be something that's acknowledged. Yeah, it's like part of it's the part joke. of yeah. the joke, or not even necessarily part of the joke, but part of the character. Part of the character yeah. is their weight and how they look. Yeah. Um. I mean, Fat Amy was a great character. Like, it was yeah, a, it was. A, she was fun. Rebel Wilson's fucking funny. She's funny. But um, it kind of as much as it's probably wrong for them to yeah. not let her do that. It's also not that surprising. It, it's not surprising. I, I was thinking about it in this context as well, and I would say that for a lot of actors contractually, regardless of if it was just whatever weight they were at, they would actually have some sort of clause to have to remain within a certain weight range Mm -hmm. because of things like reshoots and things like um, sequels. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I would say that's probably the case for a lot of people who are on series as as well and it's like getting pregnant. as A lot of – Right. uh, It may have changed but I know for a long time – um, a lot of actresses had in their contracts that they couldn't get pregnant during the run of a if they were signed to the series I mean, or their kind, movie or whatever. That makes sense because well, because the, the character is not then pregnant, gonna, yeah, and then they have to write you know all these storylines around like you have to be holding a fucking massive flower bouquet in front of you all the time there's actually a great 30 rock episode where one of the characters is pregnant and she's constantly holding weird things in front of her (laughs) because she's trying to appear not pregnant yeah yeah, it's really funny but it's like yeah otherwise the writers have to do things like that and then awkwardly like and and i think a lot of the time like um production companies or studios and and the actors can come to agreements and be like hey i, I want to have a baby and they're like mm-hmm. okay cool mm-hmm. in this season you january jones um in mad men her character just like for a season like put on heaps of weight oh. and because she was pregnant so they're right. like oh we'll just make your character like like she had to put on prosthetics and stuff to be like fat not just pregnant but that was just like they just wrote her that so she could be have a baby basically mm-hmm. so it like does work but i think it's it's honestly something that was probably stipulated in a lot of actors contracts that they have to be certain sizes in order for like continuity of films or characters within films to make sense i guess it becomes complicated though because if if there was in somebody else's contract a stipulation that they couldn't gain weight well that's the thing then that would be pretty fucked up because but again it's like i I get it but like like, what if you can't help it like what if something happens in your life and and because also people sometimes just as they get older gain weight or like you know your body changes or uh, yeah but like that's not going to happen in the duration of a movie shoot true but i guess a tv series you're on a tv series for 20 years they might be like okay well obviously they're not going to take you to court over it but do you not think they wouldn't let because it was like three movies three movies it sounds like throughout the franchise she wasn't able to lose weight maybe 
again, I guess. But I, I, I mean, I don't know the context because it didn't sound like she went to them and said, hey, True. I want to yeah. lose weight. Because I have a feeling they would be like, okay. Yeah. You know what I, I actually don't. And it was it's a movie di- directed by a woman and written by a woman starring mainly women. I yeah, just don't that's think true. they would have been like, She wasn't no. that specific about that, no. was she? And I, Cause yeah. Fat Amy could have gotten thin and they would have continued to call her Fat, Fat Amy, Amy and it could have still worked. It would have been kind like, of funny yeah. as the joke and everyone was like, why do you call her that? Yeah. Yeah. And like, and so. It could have. That's actually a really good point because she didn't say what what the end result was if she yeah. actually went to. I mean, maybe she did. I just like, I don't know why. I always just look at these things with an air of suspicion because I'm like, I just feel like within that context, no no studios take actors to to court over like violating their contracts in those kinds of ways. Like, yeah. yes, it may be in there, but they usually don't follow up unless it's mm-hmm. completely fucked the entire production and lost them millions of dollars, which yeah, Rebel which Wilson losing w- weight wouldn't have done. No. Um, particularly for the latter films when the f- franchise was already established. Yeah. Um, but yeah, some actors like can't cut their hair and shit or dye their hair or whatnot. Riverdale yeah. actors are a good example. They're not allowed to change their hair. Yeah, okay. That, that um, makes sense though. Yeah, it does make sense. That's the thing. It's like you you are playing this character. Not being allowed to character. cut your hair is like whatever. Yeah. Um, Just but, can't get drunk and shave your head or something. Yeah, you can't do that. Like otherwise though. Mm. Yeah, but um, – yeah, I also yeah, I was thinking in this in the context of this story is that like it's tricky like you we were saying because she made her career like in the US particularly mm-hmm. not so much here. Like when she started here, she played like a variety of different yeah. characters. Um on the wedge if anyone remembers that show. Uh but yeah, it was very much like her her the way she got famous was capitalizing on like fat jokes effectively. Um so it would be I, I think internally it it may have been like really difficult for her to like go ahead and lo- or go down the path of losing weight because you would literally probably have, you know, managers or 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 publicists or whatever kind of being like, oh, but we that's not what you do. That's like thing. that's not what you well, do. Well, she said that. She yeah, said her yeah. team pushed back when she decided. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, when, man, when, that, yeah. When she started, um, decided to lose weight. Mm. I think it was in twenty twenty, and she like, made this choice that that year she wanted to embark on that journey. Yeah. And that she had pushback from her team. Being well, yeah. like, um, but I'm curious with this as well is like, will this, because I guess for her, she might be looking at it as like, I'm pigeonholed into playing fat, fat characters, characters yeah. who are always their personality as being fat or whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm curious to see, although I remember she did, what movie did she do? Um, it was a Netflix rom-com. With Liam Hemsworth? It was really good. Yeah, it was, cute. It was Rom- cute. I Something about like, yeah, r- romance. R- some, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. was a cute little rom-com. It was fine, yeah. It was but it's fun. like it, that type of thing sort of proved that, I mean, obviously it's harder, but like mm. that there potentially are more roles. Because I don't think yeah. that role was really about her being fat. She I was think a it was rom-com like, lead. Yeah, I think though there was, was there like part of the story, the fact that like Liam Hemsworth was in love with her was crazy. Probably true. I assume it was. Maybe I might be completely making that up. True, true, true. But I assume that that was like part of the storyline. Because I I guess I just wonder whether this will open her up to more opportunity or less. Uh, mm. If I was like taking a punt, I would say less. I mean, you do wonder because Mm. like she's, yeah, which is wild that somebody's weight can, when they're such a successful Mm. actor, that that it can have such an yeah. impact on their 
I mean, yeah. you know, we don't know that yet, obviously. Yeah. But, but then again, like I look at someone like Melissa McCarthy who has lost um, true. weight and like, but she is also like, I think Rebel's funny, but Melissa McCarthy might be one of the funniest people to ever yeah. live. So it's, you know what I mean? I it's like her. Adele singing. It's and Melissa, yeah. like, it's like, it's like this, she's that fucking funny. Yeah. It doesn't really matter what, and like. Yeah, it's hard because I think Reb, a lot of Rebel's humor comes from her physicality, mm. and then is it the same physicality and whatnot? I mean, maybe it is. I'm not we'll saying it's not. To see her, she was in she was in some sort of Netflix cheerleader movie, which I have. yes, with um another Australian actress. Did you watch it? Who's in Spider Man? No, I didn't. It didn't um, look like something I would personally. No, but I mean, I, I should. And then um, she's in another. Um, I looked at her IMDb today. She's in oh yeah. another. Um, some sort of other movie but it's got like 13 percent of rotten tomatoes so i was oh, like shit. yeah anyway we'll, we'll see i um could be completely wrong she also hosted that show on channel seven for a while about like dog grooming oh during covid i can't remember what it was called hmm. i don't think it did particularly well okay maybe she'll go into hosting um yeah should we move on yeah that's kind of all i have to say all right before we move on a quick word from our sponsor this episode of the second estate is proudly brought to you by my bike which I continue to leave in random places around Melbourne for weeks at a time. Someone's going to take it. Well, that's what everybody said last time. It's outside my friend's apartment in South Yarra. Um, That's not so bad. Does anyone want the address? (laughs) Can you go get it for Hannah? Yeah, I might go get it after this, actually. Yeah, fair enough. She says and then forgets. Yeah, as soon as you put it. I need to stop doing it. Yeah. Because I like riding my bike places and I keep leaving it places and then... Can you not ride a bike when you've been drinking? No. Oh. Not legally. <laughs> like you can – obviously, well, I can drive when I'm drunk, but I can't legally do it. <laughs> no, legally um, you can't. I'm actually a better driver. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, Facts. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> the only thing that's stopping me is the law. <laughs> it's actually safer when I'm drunk. Really. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm on my phone less because I want to concentrate more. <laughs> anyway, we need Sorry. to yeah. – Okay. But yeah, I'm, my bike. Thanks for sponsoring this Yeah, thank you episode. to Hatter's bike. Okay. Um, so all right. So – Part one of season four of Netflix's hit show, You, dropped a few weeks ago. And today we're going to catch up with good old Joe Goldberg and review it. Um, brief context, after killing his wife oh, – I'm sorry, spoilers. <laughs> um, oh, no, oh, there are spoilers. Yeah, are spo- so yeah obviously. Whatever. After killing his wife and leaving his baby at the end of season three, Joe moves to London to be near that other chick that he was obsessed with from last season. However, he got her name like Marjorie or something? Is that her name? No. Marianne. Marianne. However, he gets rejected by her um, and goes and settles for teaching literature at a London university. <clears throat> he ends up becoming friends with this extremely rich sort of, I don't know, upper class friendship group. Uh, and in a twist, this time, instead of him being the one obsessed with someone, there is someone stalking him and trying to frame him for a bunch of murders. Uh, Hannah, what did you think of the first five episodes? Um. We're going to differ in this, but I actually really liked it. Interesting, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I didn't hate it across the board. Okay. But g- go ahead. So I actually liked how they turned it on his head and did mm. a whodunit. Like they, because mm. I think what makes this show good is that every season it kind of reinvents itself in a way where it feels new and fresh. Like even though it's yeah. the same format and he's the same protagonist, it's in a new location and it's got yeah. a different set of, it's not, because the first season obviously was in its like pure format where it was an un, un unknowing mm. victim of him and then the next season it was love who was turned out to be a psychopath wait yes love across two seasons yeah love was yeah. across two seasons she ended up being a psychopath and now they've done it again but yeah. this time they've completely kind of switched the format mm. a little bit um and i i liked that it was a whodunit because it felt just like 
kind of a bit new. Yeah. Um, I also really liked that it's in London. I feel mm. like it's shot really cool. Like even when it first mm. – the first episode when you, when it's showing him walking around London and then mm. zooming in on around the yeah. apartments and stuff. I just think it's like such a fun show to watch. It um, is very fun. It's shot very well. You're right. Yeah. It's very cool. The cinematography. So it's a think? good decision. Um, I have like I have so many little things. Like I, I don't think that it was like a complete disaster. Mm. I think it's good that they did change up the formula. Yeah. I agree with that because I think if they went another full season where he was just obsessed with some new girl, it would have been pretty tired. It would have felt disingenuous. Um, like you would have just been like, "All right, this is the guy's pattern." Like, yeah, and like yeah. it would, yeah, it just would have been like, "Really? Like, again? am I going to watch this yeah. again?" Mm-hmm. Um, and then with you know no no consequences to his previous actions, which mm-hmm. have like piled up. Um for a long time now. Yeah. I agree that that was a good decision to do the, the whodunit. I'm not so much against the decision to change the format in that way and have it that someone is like mm-hmm. stalking him in this in this way. I'm more just against, I feel like the um, the world building was really yeah. off uh, in mm-hmm. the context of this season because I think in previous seasons, and I was actually talking to Ben, our friend um, Slime's New Roman, who's reviewed this show with us before. Yeah. He came and did season three with us last year. Um I feel like they always and he and he put this quite well that they used to toe the line of it be, feeling like um, out of touch. Like they always just got the world mm-hmm. right. Like mm-hmm. it was always a bit of a caricature of a world. So like the New York liter- literature scene or literary scene, and then the second season was that sort of like LA um, rich LA yeah. air one, you know, kind of vibe. And then the third season was like the suburbs in California mm-hmm. and like you know these kind of crazy suburban families or whatever. But <clears throat> Now that they've come over to London, I just get – and it's obviously still an American crew. They really don't seem to understand how, uh, like, British upper-class people function or how British mm. people function in general because um, this cast of characters that they've written, like, that he sort of ends up joining this friendship group and they're all – one of them's, like – a lady or a duchess or a princess or something. So we're talking like that level of sort mm, of esteem, aristocracy. aristocracy. Yeah. And then, you know, another one owns like what is meant to be Soho House. Is that what it's meant to be? Or something Is that like what that. it's meant to be? I don't, I don't know. know. Some exclusive club in London for only the most rich and famous people. And then another one's dad is essentially like seems to be um, a rip-off. What are they called? Like the Rothschilds or whatever. Mm. Like that's what it seems to be like. And then another one is like, I don't know, like a billionaire's kid. And they're all kind of like this, right? Like and, and the way that they talk and behave seems very American rather than British to me. It's like I feel like British people are just like the upper class are almost like boring rather than like that kind of level of overt um, gaudiness. That's – I do think that's interesting because I'm I, – I, when you said that, I was like, hmm, that's interesting. But I also felt like I quite like the characters in, in this season and I feel like – Yeah, I do. Like I find the kind of group um, – whether or not it's accurate in terms of how like the British aristocracy would behave, I guess I personally am like don't really know how the people of that yeah, echelon – would behave yeah. behind closed doors because it, I guess for me it makes sense that people who are that wealthy would be absolute assholes. Mm. So, um, but I and be doing drugs and partying and stuff like yeah. it does. It does that part kind of does make sense to me. It's not the drugs um, and the partying that I'm <clears throat> take issue with. It's just the general characterization I found like that pretty, they're kind of all very and like just um, ridiculously awful. There's no subtlety about it, which is like much more of a British way of living or a British attitude, especially publicly. Mm. That's true. 
But then also, yeah, I guess like the blonde one. What's her name? Phoebe. Tell me how that She happened. feels American. Totally. But she is also dating an American. Uh, yeah, I guess I get what you mean that they're all outwardly very yeah. like there's no subtlety to their Behavior. the way that they behave. I guess it just doesn't bother me because I find it entertaining, to be honest. And yeah. I think for me this show is it's part of the – although some of the characters like uh, – what's his name? R- Rold? Oh, yeah, that one. So that, like, boring. So weird. Some of the people and he just gets in, introduced like really late in the game. And he's so boring. Yeah, I know. I'm just like there are some characters in it that I'm like it's not even the necessarily mm. the characterization of whether or not it's English because obviously I'm always very willing to suspend disbelief. So yeah, as yeah, long yeah. as I'm entertained and it feels like the yeah. interactions between people are interesting and the characters mm. are interesting, that wouldn't bother me that much. But I will say rolled um, – Gemma, the one who's like that, an absolute that one was asshole. just stupid. Yeah, they're genuinely just not particularly interesting. Like they're just yeah. kind of bo- rolled yawn, poorly written. Yeah, poorly written, just boring. Like he doesn't add any kind of uh, interest. The only characters yeah. I would say I find interesting and engaging in this season are the um, the student. Oh yeah, she's alright. Um, Phoebe. Which one's Phoebe? She's the one the who tries to one. seduce him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because um, yeah. she feels she like quite sweet. Like, she yeah, does. Yeah. Um, and uh, the guy who ends up being the the, the murderer. Yeah. Because they all feel like people. Well, they just fool, feel like something. Fool people with motive motives, and and mm. you can kind of see there's something like ticking behind. Yeah. Not just like whereas Roald and the other chick, the the really rude mm. one, feel like they don't have an inner world. Yeah. Like they're just robots behaving in this way. NPCs. NPCs acting out the script. Yeah, no, I agree. So what do you think of the main like what ends up being his love interest? What's her name? I've already forgotten. Kate? Kate. Um (coughs) she's a bitch. Yeah. (laughs) It's like a really weird way to write a character. Like straight off the bat. Like there is not one quality about that character. Like and like Usually I can always get like a Blair Waldorf type, I think is what they yeah, were no, going for. Yeah, no, she's just mean. But like she's, she's just nasty. Awful. Yeah, she's nasty the whole time. Yeah. And even when they start liking each yeah. other, she's still nasty. Yeah. So it's – I don't know. I don't know. I sort of – she doesn't bother Very me that angular. much. Yeah, she doesn't bother me Physically, that I mean, much. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. I'm not going to criticise her appearance. But um, – <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, but she – it was, it's just weird to introduce a character who I'm assuming the intention was to create for the audience at least to have some sort of Blair Waldorf-esque relationship with yeah. as in like she's a bitch but you love her because she's actually kind of either funny or there's a little bit of like endearingness or like often no, she doesn't have like she things. doesn't have yeah. any of that. So you're kind of just like oh you just like suck and we have to spend a lot of time with you on the screen. That's true. Um, and there's no desire for like – like as an audience, often if you have those kind of relationships with characters, you have this desire for the 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 other side of the um, couple to break down the sort of barrier and get through, and then they like end up being really, you know like a cute couple. You have no desire for that for that to happen because you're like, oh she's just kind of a cow. Yeah, you um, just don't really care about their romance. I don't think no. either. Like you're not like really wow, rooting they have so for much chemistry. Yeah, yeah, I think they have chemistry. I just think like you're just not really rooting for them to be together work out yeah. like you were in previous seasons well, with even yeah with the ones even he stalked yeah <laughs> you're like well, i can't want them that's together. the yeah, point that's of this fucking show yeah. right that, that you're him like rooting love, yeah great relationship and rooting for him mm. as well despite him, everything yeah despite everything yeah. um do you want to talk about the fact that he um 
Penn Badgley has yes. like he asked for less or no sex scenes in this yeah. season. Yeah. Um. Because I it was interesting because you mentioned that to me and I um. It's not something that I really noticed while watching. Um, I guess I, f- I think I forgot about how much yeah. there was in previous seasons or how yeah. intense it was. But to be honest, like, um, so his quote around that was, that aspect of Hollywood has always been very disturbing to me. And that aspect of the job, that mercurial boundary has always been something that I actually don't want to play with at all. Um, and just, I think honestly that this is fair. I think like if an actor doesn't want to do really explicit sex scenes, then why should it. they yeah. have to? Especially because like, I think, and we've spoken about this before, but often those scenes I feel are literally just for titillation. 100%. And they don't actually add any kind of narrative. Mm. Uh, like, because the thing is you watch this season when you know him and Kate have had sex yeah. and when they are the lead up to when they yeah. would have sex, which we don't actually see. But you still get the the intensity, yeah, the passion, definitely. the tension between the two, the chemistry. You know they've had sex. You understand what's happened yeah. with their relationship. Have if you were to actually see them have sex, I don't think that it would add Benefit, any yeah. thing to the narrative. So I don't think that, and that's probably why the the creator of this show was so willing to go. Yeah, yeah, we won't make you do that. Yeah, and um, I think he like obviously did it and established the tone early on because yeah. I think oftentimes even yeah I agree that there's very actually probably rarely times where seeing a fully explicit sex scene is actually plot relevant. Yeah. Um. Maybe in some cases to like show how a character performs like sexually or whatever. Right. And can, I if can that's understand part of the, that's part mm-hmm. of the story. I can understand how that would be. But I think once like there's been like a lot of them, it is either usually to maintain some sort of style, mm-hmm. tone, whatever like that. And that and this series did include that a lot. Like that was a big part of it, like stylistically or whatever, being having quite graphic sex scenes or like. Um, murder scenes as well. They yes. don't hold back on either of those no. things. But again, it's lit- it's not particularly necessary to like, especially once they've had sex the first time. It's not that yeah. necessary to continue because you know because you the get vibe it. Is. Yeah, you get it. And like, or unless there's something, I think in the third season, a lot like was um, between Joe and Love. They were like disconnected having sex. Yes. So I can understand how you might want to like juxtapose those two things. That's relevant to the plot. But yeah, just seeing it over and over again, not particularly relevant. Also, in this series in particular, because they have changed the style of it significantly. So I think that that's a fair that's fair game to be like, well, if we're kind of changing the style of the actual format of the show, maybe we can change that as well and, and like, it, it's fine no, I, I didn't even notice no neither yeah. and i think just also because like the the love interest the romance between the protagonist mm. and and the love interest isn't the central plot of this yeah. season so it's just not like understanding their sexual like chemistry, chemistry yeah. isn't the top priority i think you're right that like in the first season there's that um bit where he has sex i think he has sex for the first time with what's her name again from the first season Guinevere? Guinevere, yeah. Something like that. And he prematurely ejaculates. Isn't that what happens? Maybe. Yeah, and it's really embarrassing. Maybe, yeah, yeah maybe. I yeah, I think that yeah. happens yeah. and that's a major plot point because he doesn't perform yeah. and she's really grossed out or whatever and yeah. that, that kind of happens. So that as a – It makes sense. That makes yeah. sense because it's an important – if yeah. they didn't show that and then were like – I mean, uh, they could have maybe showed it after. But then it's like, like oh, that was awkward. and – it's a bit clunky yes. and whatever. Yeah, so yeah. I think – and also the other thing is like you can have sex scenes and not make oh, them they don't extremely full graphic. graphic. Yeah, yeah. Um, Where it's like full tits dick yeah. out kind of vibe. Because sometimes yeah. like you look, look at the things in Euphoria, like euphoria I'm like, yeah. it's just porn. Or it's just unnecessary. And, it's, it's, and that show is like – 
I can't ever tell how anything is progressing to plot in that That's show. That's true. <laughs> like, it's like but all yeah, the style. It's in, it's interesting him, like Penn Badgley being that open about that mm. and how it's something that makes him uncomfortable. What I did find interesting, interesting was him talking about like fidelity to his wife. Yeah. Even though most actors would say that sex scenes are not, are not yeah, real sex. It's not real sex. Yeah, it's interesting, especially nowadays when they all have like intimacy coordinators and shit. Like, yeah, I, I find like I, I, it would be so sterile. It's like especially, and this yeah. is a big production, it would be, right? Like, well, it, yes, and in a big yes, it is sterile, and in a big production like this, like there's a lot of people on set, like. Yeah, There's, but I get that it would feel very even so. I guess if you're fully oh, bearing I'm not saying all, it's no, not, no, I yeah. know. I just sorry, keep going. No, 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 I was just, bit, but yeah, I um, no, it would be. I think it would be sterile and would be um and would not be something that would feel like cheating, particularly because it's such a large part of acting. But I mm. guess some actors do take like their craft seriously in a way of, you know, wanting to emulate. Not, I'm not saying emulate actual like um the physical act of having sex but emulate the emotional part of sex, which is maybe where he's coming from in that situation. It would be very hard to consistently like act the emotion of sex and then come home to your partner and be like, I don't know, this feels weird. Yeah, Yeah, maybe that's That's fair because I think the other thing is even if it's – you're right, like even if it is sterile, Mm. like the environment, Yeah, one, it's still like – you know, you're having to pretend or act yeah. like you're having a really passionate sex, sex moment and yeah. still physically very intimate with yeah. someone. Yeah. Um, I guess you're right that, that it could still feel like you had sex with them even though you didn't. Yes. And even yeah. even like um, also I guess having to show yourself acting in that way and then but it ha- have it be in front of a whole room of, mm. of people as well as kind of – it would feel weird. It's yeah. not fucked. Yeah. So no, I agree. Um, yeah. The other the other thing I wanted to say, just quickly to jump backwards slightly, is the main issue that I did have with this show is the like eat the rich plotline of it. I'm just yeah, okay. so over it. I'm so over anything that has this sort of like eat the rich plot. I'm just like the the new versus old Gossip Girl is the perfect example of why this is just it doesn't work, especially in these worlds that are like so. Um, well, they required you to suspend so much disbelief. Um, and you're like, the old Gossip Girl worked because there was not – the Eat the Rich plotline came from the audience judging the actions of rich people by right. having them do this stuff. But the, the fucking over-heavy-handedness of this, like, Eat the Rich vocabulary that is just, like, essentially feels like it was pulled off of TikTok and inserted into this series. It's way – it's too zeitgeisty for me to feel – like any necessary comment, I really, really couldn't stand it. Like I found it to be. Do you not that's the most though, trite part of this show not, for me. Do you not feel though that like they were creating this world of characters mm. that are all obscenely rich, um, and you still judge their behaviour? But um, the killer, mm. the psychotic killer, is yeah. the one who grew up poor. I find it, it's so trite. But I don't pu- know, you I don't find it. it's like that's the one pushing the eat the rich line. It's not like because I think what would the issue with the that, new, yeah it is the whole the show new, is pushing it. But the new Gossip Girl, it, their thing was like all of the rich characters were like they were the ones trying to be but like. But it's, it's all the same thing. It's all the same. Narr- like well, I just mean it's all the same sort of general core theme of of quote unquote eat the rich, which I just feel like right. is, you, do, you don't want to mention it at all. But I don't want I don't want to mention it in a heavy handed way of feeling like it's some sort of way of like the. Uh, production. Exposing how the or, real the one yeah, percent live. Well, not just that, but in terms of like like a succession is a much better message for Eat the Rich. 
brilliant but much yeah. better message to eat the rich than any of these shows are because these shows feel like the show's creators are like we get it rich people suck yeah like that's what it feels like and we're like okay it would have been nicer if i i guess i guess like when you think about how one-dimensional some of those characters mm. are it, it may, i think it makes them more interesting watching and, and engaging with that kind of thing if the characters are likable in some way yeah. or like you kind of enjoy their or you just watch it as na- as a natural. I don't know. It's just always feels very heavy handed in yeah. these situations, and I'm really sick of it. I think <laughs> it's just because like there's the character like Gemma or Roald or these mm. people who are just like objectively like awful, and yeah, but you don't even get to see awful, like, and you don't get to see any kind yeah. of like like I said, they don't seem like they have inner worlds, and so I think that like when you're painting that all these rich people as just like absolute evil, yeah, people, and yeah. It makes – there's no nuance to it, really. Yes, or do totally. feel like there's a lot of nuance. Yeah, or just really like any sort of, um, I don't know, interesting comment on yeah. any of it. Yeah, I get that. Um, quickly, also, how do you feel about like part one and part twos of series? Mm, just release the whole thing. Release the whole thing or weekly episodes? Yeah. Why part one? Why part two? Build anticipation. Weekly episodes. Yeah, I think maybe they think people won't watch. But then Euphoria does that and it, they do. Every, all HBO shows are weekly. Yeah. And Good it works on HBO. Amazingly. They're do you really think there'll be another season of this show? You. I I reckon they'll probably do one more to like wrap it up. Yeah. Because um, it's so big. Like it's broken records it is, again this season. It is. Do you know what the most sh- watched show on Netflix for like for the like past month has been? What? Ginny and Georgia season two. Huh. Which checks out and I've watched. I've watched. No, I haven't watched all of it. I haven't finished it. Ginny and Georgia, there is a way that it is written that is like, I'm quite good. Quite good. <laughs> it's shit. Like it's shit, but it, it's like not completely knows how shit it is. And there's something about the dialogue and the way that they write, particularly the way that the four girls speak to one another. It's quite well done. I think it is. I know. Oh. I, I enjoy Ginny and Georgia. So it's good. Like it knows what it is. It knows yeah. that it's like, Trash TV. yeah, trashy or whatever. Anyway. All right. Shall we? Yep. We're going to do a closing segment. We've done it plenty of times, but not recently. It's called Petty Grievances. You'll get the idea. Sarah, would you like to start? Yeah. Okay. This one, my first petty grievance is when there's two car spots and someone, like two car spots in a row and one of, this is so complicated to explain, but one of them like is um, the first one in say a block of five. So there'd be two and then the, the next one would be behind a car. Are we talking car. like on the on side the street, of the road? On the side like of the road. Uh, parallel parks. Parallel parks. Okay. So my petty grievance is when someone pulls into the first spot rather than driving all the way up and therefore meaning the other person has to parallel, parallel park. park. Yep. Like just be considerate, pull all the way in so then the next person can pull in behind you. They don't have to parallel park. Like that's just so lazy and inconsiderate to me. Yeah, I get that. That's my first one. That's fair. Yeah. Mine is when I paint my nails mm-hmm. and don't realise that they haven't dried properly Shit, yeah. and start doing things and then ruin them, which genuinely feels like every time I paint my nails at yeah. this point. Because like I feel like I don't I don't have enough time to let them completely dry and then I just start – they're dry, but then I start doing things and they get all like fucky. Weird and like, yeah. Yeah, so that's one of my petty grievances. Like, and they sort of like smudge up. Oh, kind of like thing. mine so, are like that right now and it makes me feel sick to look at them and yeah. I just painted them. That's really annoying. I one hand's fine. That. But anyway, I think that's really There's always annoying. one hand that's fucked when you paint your own Literally. nails anyway. Um, okay. When Uber drivers drive slowly. Oh, yeah. Get out, I'll drive. <laughs> You're drunk and you're like, I'll like, do it. I'll do it. It would be actually safer and better for the both of us if I, I drove. Um, yeah. Because we know how good you are at drink driving. So. Yeah. Really good. Um, you heard it here first. No everyone. one's ever going to sponsor us. 
Anyway. Um, <laughs> my first burp of the episode. Whoa, look how, late. Look how 57 in minutes in. All right. Paywalls on news articles. <sighs> Nothing annoys me more, especially it's when it's a good headline. I'm like. It's just so I want to read it. I know. And now so. I can't and you've done that to yourself. I don't care if you have ads so far across the page. Yeah. Like the like daily, daily mail. Daily mail. Yeah. Like there's like one line of text and you have to scroll past 15 ads. I don't care. I'd rather that than, than a paywall. paywall. I agree. Yeah, no because I'll just click away. Whereas yeah. a daily mail, I'll actually, I'll try. I'll try. I'll try. I'll literally try. And Especially if it's a good headline. I yeah. agree. I think daily like, mail headlines are always good. Oh, they are always. There's always the, well, all you need really is the headline. But yeah, really. It's so long and detailed yeah. that you get it all in that one <laughs> little bit so so good um okay the last one is the fact that there's no comfortable position to read a book in bed like i feel like no matter what when i'm reading a book in bed i like immediately get uncomfortable what if you're lying on your back and you've just got the book open what up yeah no because your arms get sore the only you have it like you have it like on top of you, like like no. you're like on your chest, like where you put it like up, like on your boobs, kind of thing. Yeah. No, that's uncomfortable. You can only you can only do it for a while because you can't read the bottom of the yeah. page. So then you sometimes have to turn on your side, side. and then your but arm then the, gets bit numb. And then the book, the book, yeah, you have to bend it one way, and then you can't. Then you have to hold it to yeah. read the other page. Yeah. The only Kindles don't have that problem. No, but the only good way is sitting upright, like against pillows. Mm-hmm. But even then, like sometimes when you're in bed, you like want to lie down, yeah. so you shuffle around. There's like it's crazy. It's crazy out there. <laughs> All right, my one is having to do a flash duet at Flinders Street Station. So, yeah. Um, we need so to much. watch that after this. I know we do and I want to go home. And I know, I know. <laughs> I just want to have dinner and go to bed. Right? <sighs> anyway, thank you so much for listening, guys. Um, we oh – God. Um, if you listen <laughs> – if you listen this far into the episode, please comment on our latest Instagram post, what I should have for dinner. Yeah, that's a um, good idea. And also please engage with the, the dog video because it, we I had to get on all fours no, for yeah, that. No, yeah, it was embarrassing for Hannah. Thank you. So anyway, please follow us on Instagram, TikTok, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, can you please also leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts, but specifically also Spotify and Apple Podcasts would be amazing um, because it really helps us. And yeah, that's all. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Bye. Bye.